Hey there, you are listening to Finding Your Calm with Your Teenager, episode number 22. Anyone out there have trouble remaining calm when dealing with your teenager? I do, and I did, still do a lot of the time. And that's what this podcast is about. I truly believe that if you can remain calm with your teenager, you can pretty much remain calm in any situation. So listen in for my tips and really practical advice for how to do this in your own life. Stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening. I have something to offer you. And that is a video that I have made to help if you've ever lost it on your teenager. And I made this video because I think this is something that we all struggle with as parents or caregivers of teenagers. We all struggle with it as parents or caregivers of children of any age, really. And I made the video to explain why we do this, what to do if it's happened to you, and just to give you some support with this situation and release the shame and blame of it all. And I hope that you find it so helpful. So how do you get it? If you go to the show notes of the podcast and click the link that says grab your free video here, it will take you to a page to sign up and the the video will be delivered straight to your inbox. So I hope you enjoy it and have a great day. Hello and welcome. Glad you're joining me today. And I want to talk today about emotional pain and how we manage it. And I want to really talk about it and focus on it in relationship to comparing it to how we manage physical pain and how this came to me or why I started thinking about it was because over these past few days, I've been having some lower back pain and I'm not understanding where it's coming from. I can kind of think about possible reasons why my back might be sore, but I was thinking about how we deal with physical pain, how we treat ourselves when we have something comes up that hurts us physically and contrast that to how we treat ourselves when something comes up emotionally. So this is probably just going to be a really short and sweet episode, but I wanted to record it because I think that it might help a lot of people. It certainly helped me to think about it in this way. And it comes along with being really compassionate with ourselves in all aspects of when we're dealing with any sort of pain. So where it came up for me was I was thinking about when we have pain in our bodies and then how we respond and react. So when I got my lower back pain, I was thinking about, okay, so where did this come from? I didn't tell myself, oh, you idiot, you're back is bothering you what's wrong with you Um, like you should be over this you shouldn't have any pain in your back Um, I didn't I wasn't mean to myself about it and that got me to thinking about what happens when emotional pain comes up for me or I'm struggling with dealing with some sort of emotional pain 
and how very differently I treat myself a lot of the times in these situations. So if I'm uh, frustrated or if I don't know how to handle a certain situation emotional-wise, I will have the tendency to treat myself when that comes up with less compassion. So whereas with physical pain, my back hurts, so what I'm going to be doing is taking care not to injure it more, so not doing things that would aggravate it more, and also I get curious about it, so I think about, okay, what are the possible reasons that my back may be hurting? And so in this case, I was thinking while I was doing some yoga, I was doing some biking and I haven't done that in a while. Like it's been a a while since I've been exercising. So possibly I'm, my back's just not used to this kind of movement. I've aggravated it. And I really got curious about it. I didn't get like judgmental. I didn't get uh, a I didn't start criticizing myself about having the back pain. And to me, that's very interesting because like I said in the previous example with emotional pain, if something comes up or if I feel sad about something or an emotion comes back up, something triggers me and then I get really angry about it, I would have the tendency oftentimes to just be like, what's wrong with you? Why are you getting so angry about this? Why is this bothering you? And that again layers on this sort of double arrow effect that I've spoken about before, where when we have the pain, we then put more pain on top of it by adding criticism and judgment to the original pain instead of just the curiosity. So when emotional pain comes up for us, whatever it is, then I would offer that instead of being critis- uh, critical, that you could be curious. So use your curiosity just as you would in discovering where physical pain is coming from. Use the curiosity to figure out why am I reacting this way? It's kind of interesting that my brain is doing this. Why am I so triggered by this? What is it that's making me so angry about this? And you would spend some time thinking about this either by talking to a friend about it. If you have a coach you talk to, you could bring it to them. You could even write it out and just say, this is coming up. What are the reasons? What are, what am I thinking? And the usual reason and the model that we look at in life coaching is that you have a circumstance that happens. So some kind of factual circumstance that comes up and then you have a thought about it or you have many thoughts, many different thoughts about it. And then your thought then will trigger an emotion. So it is helpful to then write out all the thoughts you're having about this and understand that that is where the emotional pain is coming from. Now, when you sort out the source of the emotional pain or just what the emotion is, so whether it's sadness, anger, grief, then because those emotions are by their nature, they tend to be uncomfortable. So we kind of notice the ones, the emotions that are uncomfortable, and we definitely want to get rid of them. So our first tendency is to uh, kind of think about, okay, so what can I think differently about this situation that I won't feel this 
emotion. And that is where we go to instead of just kind of sitting with it for a little bit and allowing that to um, kind of just sit in our system so that we can actually feel it. And what's helpful to get out of the intellectual space of just wanting to get a different thought and get out of it, which is where my brain goes to because I'm kind of always in my head thinking, it's helpful to then after you've understood the thought behind the emotion and understand what you're feeling. So if it's anxiety, for example, if you're feeling anxious, that shows up for me as like a tight feeling in my chest. And instead of of wanting that to go away immediately, like wishing for that to go away, that's like wishing for the pain in my back just to be gone, just because I think it's so. (laughs) It's not going to be gone. There might be some things that I have to do. It might take a little bit of time. I have to kind of feel what I'm feeling and then discover what's at the cause of it and take some time to help heal that part of it. So the same with emotional pain. You're not just going to necessarily be able to think a different thought and then be done with that anxiety feeling forever. Although, of course, it makes sense that we would want to do that. But you have to take some time to identify how that feels in your body. And that allows you to kind of get out of your head, describe what the feeling is in your body. Could be a little bit of tightness in your chest. You might feel a little bit of shortness of breath. You might notice that when you're anxious, you hold your breath. So you could pay attention to that and you could start just breathing again. That helps to kind of be in your body that way. But this helps to process the emotion, to feel it and allow it to be there. And also to understand that we don't love it, right? Just like we don't love physical pain, like obviously with my lower back pain, I'm not going to be like, oh, this is great. I love this. But there is a level of acceptance that this is there. My back is sore and I also don't have to blame myself for it or be mean to myself because I have a sore back right now. And just like that, I can translate that over to emotional pain. So I'm feeling anxious right now. But I don't have to blame myself. I can investigate why I'm feeling anxious. I can feel the anxiety and know that it's not going to get kill me it's right now. It's not going to, it, it feels uncomfortable, but that I can manage what that feeling is. I can describe what that feels like. And then that can help with the management of emotions. So, I just thought that might be helpful. It is really called processing emotions. It's really how to feel a feeling. So just to recap, uh, name the emotion, okay? Get curious about why it might be there, what you might be thinking that's making that emotion come up. You can describe the emotion to yourself or you can describe it on paper and understand that You don't have to get rid of that emotion right away. It's not a problem. You can go into acceptance of it. So yes, I have anxiety. This is why I have anxiety right now. Don't make it into a problem. Don't make it into there's something flawed about you because that just will intensify whatever emotion you're feeling. And then allow the emotion to be there without judging it just as hopefully you could allow physical pain to be there without judging yourself as a flawed individual in this case. 
Okay, so I hope that was helpful. And I will talk to you next week.